Welcome back to the Purpose Mastermind Podcast. I want to start by asking you a question. Do you feel like your life is trapped in a cage? And right outside of the cage is the life that you are meant to live? The impact that you are supposed to have? Here's what I think. I think maybe the greatest pain of all for a human being is that my life will never be what it was supposed to be. I think that is the greatest silent pain a human can experience. But what if the, the, the door of that cage, that prison could be opened? What if it wasn't even locked and all you have to do is push on it? Maybe you've been trying to pull on it and all you had to do is push on it. What if, what if you don't have to live in that cage anymore? Today in this conversation with you, I want to talk about three ways of thinking that cause us to hold ourselves hostage from our life of purpose. And I think we all hold in common the the common thought that my life is supposed to count for something. My life is supposed to matter. And this is a good desire. This is not an egotistical desire. This isn't the thought that, oh, I must be famous. No, it's the thought that my life was made for a reason, that there's purpose on the inside of me that must be utilized in my life. I was speaking with a a client in Germany about a month ago, and he said to me, I've always had this thing on the inside of me that my life must matter that I have this. It's been like a burden in me that there's purpose I must have and give. He asked me the question, is that put there by God? I I had to tell him that there is a scripture that says you are God's workmanship created to do good works which he planned in advance for you to do. I believe it's innate in all of us, even from the youngest of ages, that we have this sense about our life, that our life is supposed to mean something. It's supposed to be something bigger than us. So let's talk briefly about three ways of thinking that cause us to hold our own life hostage from our life of purpose. First of all, it's trying to perfect our life. Maybe it's social media that we can blame for this. When we see the highlights of people, we see the perfect pictures and the perfect experiences that people share. And it makes us think, I'm not living good enough yet. I haven't arrived. I'm not smart enough. I don't look good enough. I, I, I don't have these great habits yet. I haven't read enough books. I haven't studied enough. Fill in the blank. But the the thought that I must perfect my life before I can live my life boldly, it's to wake up every day. And instead of thinking about your, your purpose and what you can do with your life, instead it's waking up and in in being held back by the thought that, well, I'm not this yet. 
I'm not that yet. Maybe the the desire to perfect our life, maybe underneath that is really a desire to control the results of our life. Maybe it's a fear that that my life isn't going to work out unless I control it. We get into this principle right here in the mastermind so much because it's so, it's such a relevant conversation. Human instinct is I must control my life in order to get the results that I want. But the problem is, can we control the results of our life? Was that ever the way to live? If you talk to someone who has succeeded at something, could they honestly say to you, you know, I knew if I did this, I would get this result. It's probably, it it may be a bit of lunacy, if that's the right word, to be a human being and to think I control the results of my life. I think that sounds like a good thing. If I control it, it's going to work out better. But there's two questions. Can we control the results? And number two, if I try to control the results, is that better? That is a whole long conversation to have in itself. But the desire to perfect our life causes us to try to control our life. It does not work in our favor. The greatest things in life, in my opinion, I put under the into three categories, purpose, freedom, and love. These are three things that we should all pursue. But these three wondrous things, can we control them or make them happen? We definitely pursue these things. Control seems like the answer, but it's not. Here's the second thing I find that holds people hostage from their life of purpose. And that is when we try to fix our past, it causes us to have this this fixation on our past, where instead of focusing on our purpose, We're focusing on our past. Here are two ways I find that our past will hold us back. Number one is if we hide our past. When we hide our past, we think that it's, that's protecting me. I feel like, oh, it's hidden. So now it won't impact me. The reality is when I hide something, I have to repeatedly hide it. It becomes like a recurring theme of my life that I'm hiding this thing. You, you can't just hide it once. It feels like once I've, once I've hid this, I'm rid myself of it. And the reality is that imagine if you were to hide something in the ground and you buried it. You know what looks just like burying something? Planting something. And whatever you plant will grow. So hiding our past is not the answer to our past. But there's a second thing concerning our past that holds us hostage. And that is when we we become a student of our past. 
It's the opposite ditch of the road. On one side of the ditch is I'm going to hide my past. The ditch on the other side of the road is I am going to study my past, figure it out, find out what happened, why it happened, why I am this way. We become students of our past. But can we go back and change our past? No. Do we have to go back and change our past? No. In the middle of the road is being honest about our past. It's not hiding it. But to bring it out of hiding, we don't have to make it the focus of our life. So we're talking about three things that the the, the way we think about it causes us to hold our, our life hostage from purpose. One is trying to perfect our life. It causes us to then try to control it. The second one is trying to is trying to fix our past. And we fix it by hiding it, or we try to fix it by becoming a student of it. What we need to do is to be honest about it without becoming a student of it. We don't have to change our past in order to pursue our future. And the third thing I'll talk about. This holds our life hostage, and that is trying to fix our problem. Some kind of problem we have in our life. Maybe it's been a constant theme of our life. For me, it was being overweight my whole life. Every day I woke up, I didn't think about what's my purpose. I thought about, I have this problem. But my problem was not the problem I had My problem was how I thought about the problem I had. The thought that until I fix this problem, I can't live the life I was designed to live. Until I fix this problem, I can't be the person I was made to be. So imagine that cage or that prison I mentioned. And inside of that prison... I'm in there in in a life surrounded in that prison by oatmeal cream pies and mashed potatoes and fried chicken. Right outside this prison is my purpose. And the more I think to myself, I can't be that person until I fix this problem. The frustration of that would drive me back to the fried chicken, the mashed potatoes, and the oatmeal cream pies. The thinking that I have to fix my problem before I live my life is a pressure we human beings just can't deal with. That thought, it even feels um, righteous. It feels like I should think that way. If I tell myself, Mark, until you fix this problem, you can't live your life. Maybe some people would even agree and say, yes, Mark, that's right. You will never be what you're supposed to be in this world until you change that problem. But that mindset gives us no power to face our problem. It gives us no power. It actually does the opposite. It does the opposite thing. If I look at my life and think I have to fix my problem before I can live my bold life. My next thought is, I can't live my best bold life 
because I have this problem and I am such a loser for having it. Look what I've done to my life. Why have I done this with my life? What's the matter with me? And that kind of thinking, it leads us to things like addiction. It leads us to some kind of coping, whether it's with food or alcohol or shopping, binging on something. It doesn't matter what it is. And then our focus becomes on our problem. Here's the reality and here's the truth. All we have to do is have the courage to face our problem while we live out our purpose. We do not have to fix our problem before we live our purpose. We can face our problem while we live out our purpose. And this is even greater news. When you face your problem, it gives you a strength and a greater power and ability to live out your purpose. Every day I'll do something to exercise. I'll go to the gym or I'll do some activity outside. I don't go out and do it to make myself lose weight. I do this every day because I've learned the joy of facing my problem. That's right. I've learned the joy of facing my problem. When I face my problem, it unlocks potential in me. When I face my problem, it gives me power. I used to be so ashamed of my problem because I felt like me being like this is the reason I can't be the person I'm meant to be. And the harder that I tried to change in order to become the person I was supposed to be, I had no power and the problem got worse. But when I realized I can live my best bold life while I face my weakness, I left that prison cell I was in. I could be free to live out my purpose and face my problem. And so facing my problem became a tremendous opportunity for me, and it can do the same thing for you. I have a resource I want to point you toward. It's called How to Change. It's a video course. It's about 10 days that walks you through a process where we don't talk about your problem. We talk about how to think about your problem and how to face your problem. But what it's going to do is it's going to give you power to face your problem. So I'm excited to offer that to you. It's on our website. You can go to markdelaney.me and you'll go to courses and you'll find how to change. It will empower you to face your problem. The course is going to talk about what you were made for. It's not going to make you feel like a loser because you have a problem. It's going to help you uncover the the power you have to face your problem boldly. My friend, that's the conversation I wanted to have with you today. Once again, markdelaney.me. 
you can go to the link for courses and you'll see how to change. It'll change your life and give you power over your problem. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.